Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. The Element Wealth Studios have been relocated today to West Point, Mississippi, where we're in town in advance of the Prairie Arts Festival coming up uh, this Saturday, the 44th annual Prairie Arts Festival, scheduled for a Saturday, September the 3rd. Hours are 9 to 4 p.m. Rhino, of course, uh, back in the uh, studios there in Jackson. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. How's it going down there? Uh, well, we don't have water, but uh, besides that. Yeah, so tell us about that. You like have zero water? I've, I've been seeing all sorts of reports. Who, who couldn't? How could you not well, you live in the state of Mississippi not been seeing all the... The uh, info flying around about the water challenges in the city of Jackson. Yeah, now that I've moved to the capital city, or at least I'm on the capital city's water supply, the uh, water pressure the last 12 to 24 hours has fluctuated from almost non-existent to enough for the the tap to run. But Mm. last night the water pressure got so low the tank on the toilet stopped filling, and this morning... The water pressure was so low that my little push button on the shower did not have enough pressure to engage. So uh, Dang. I had to Dang. use bottled water for a shower, and that was quite the experience. I've, I've, it's not the first time I've done that. It's just one of the few times I've had to do it indoors. Gee whiz. So uh, this is a problem that uh, they're saying is scheduled to uh, be... Uh, remedied by the end of the week. Is that what you're saying? Is that, and, and do we think that's going to happen? I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. So uh, you've seen lots of businesses and, and um, uh, other even government agencies who have announced that uh, they're, they're essentially either relocating and, or operating remotely, but the bottom line is they can't function in their normal offices and in, in, uh, places of business. Uh, the Supreme Court, I believe, is one of those. The Court of Appeals, they have both announced just a few hours ago that they've moved to operating remotely due to the water issues in Jackson. I saw our friend Jeff Good, uh, owner of Broad Street Bakery, and uh, Bravos, he's he's also announced uh, they're just closing down for right now. I mean, it's it's just uncle can't deal with it, right? I mean, so we've been under a boil wa- water notice for some time, 
Yeah, the most now, recent boil water notice is now over a month old. Right, that's what I thought. Because I remember reporting that I uh, went to have breakfast with some buddies about six weeks ago at the Cracker Barrel there on I-55 in Jackson, just as you approach uh, the county line uh, on the east side of the interstate. And so I remember seeing a sign posted on the front door. Hey, by the way, no water, no coffee. That's six weeks ago. So we've had that going on for a while. And you've seen folks uh, post photos and videos of of uh, water being drawn out of their faucets in their tubs or in their sinks, filling up bottles full of nasty, filthy, dirty brown water, uh, which is crazy. And and it, and now it, it's that's been worsened. And that we don't have any water pressure. You don't have any water, clean, dirty, or or any of the above. Right? Just no water. And that's can't operate without that. Obviously, can't use bathroom. Can't flush toilets. Don't have any. Any running water, much less potable water, you don't have anything. And that's just pretty much put the entire city on hold at a standstill. Now, yesterday, the uh, the governor declared a state of emergency, and in doing so, uh, under a state of emergency, he, uh, I, I guess, announced several actions that he's taken. I think one of those, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Rhino involves mobilizing the National Guard, right, to uh, help with water distribution. Is that your understanding of it as well? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the National Guard has at least two, I think it's actually closer to a handful or more, water tanker trucks that can transport potable water to remote locations, and I guess the capital city is now a remote location. Yeah. Unbelievable. Also setting up uh, what I think was termed as a unified incident command center, and that is at the uh, O.B. Curtis water treatment facility there in central Jackson. That includes Mississippi Department of Health, MEMA, all working together to try to get the water back up and running as soon as possible. That is the highest priority, and and they're also working together just to plan out a project and set up an action plan to get this done. Now, I also understand the state offered the mayor, uh, Chokwe Lumbumba, some financial assistance as well, um, but that the city would have to pay some 50%. Now, I saw no details. I don't know if you did, Rhino, on what amount that might be. Uh, and also at the presser yesterday, I think the governor announced that the, that the mayor was on board with this plan, uh, of some sort of a financial plan. Um, and MEMA is, I think, the organization that requested that the governor, who has the authority to do so, mobilize the National Guard to help uh, with the distribution of water. So this is um, really just a bad thing that's been... That's been uh, no pun intended, bubbling up for quite some time. I mean, this is decades of neglect and, and decades of just taking no action to address the issue. And now it's obviously become more critical than ever in that not only do we not have drinking water, but we don't have any water pressure in the city, in the capital city of Jackson. And as you said, uh, I believe this has also been noted in on the national news scene. I think uh, someone just told me they heard it on our um, on our news, our uh, news that, that airs at the top of the hour. But I believe the mayor was actually interviewed by one of the big three networks. It, it um, seems to be 
coming to mind that it was uh, NBC, but I can't say that for sure. So this is a big old problem that uh, ain't going away. And a uh, question on the ceasefire text line, when are the Jacksonians going to elect a competent administration? Yeah, so here's my thoughts about it. We could certainly, the city of Jackson could, uh, elect a competent administration. Of course, and like everything else we talk about so often on this program, there's no consensus of what constitutes competent anymore, right? We can't agree on how many genders there are. We can't agree on what's good and bad. We can't agree on what's pass and fail. We can't agree on what's... Um, uh, I guess what is the end of democracy, what's radical and what's not. Everybody just has a different take on it. No consensus. But, uh, yeah, I hear you. An administration itself cannot solve this problem. It is certainly necessary. And of course, every city is entitled, as is uh, at every level of government, the constituents are entitled to competency. Well, that goes without saying. But in this case, money. Money's what's needed. That's just a fact. Money's what's needed. So then the question is, well, where does that money come from? Now, I think, uh, by the way, on, uh, let's see, on the ceasefire text line, Robert and Clinton informs that he was on CNN. The mayor was on CNN. Thank you for that, Robert. I don't know why I thought for some reason that uh, he was also on one of the big three. William and Brandon says, ABC said this morning the issue was due to flooding their way off the mark. I think the flooding did exacerbate the problem, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there's also, it's being reported at least, a staffing shortage. But the bottom line is, one only has to pass by through Waterworks Curve there, which, by the way, is not lit with the light standards that sit atop the curve there, one of the most dangerous stretches of road, arguably, in the whole state, because I think we learned that the crooks keep stealing the copper out of the ground. That um, that connects the lights to the electric electrical grid, but all I'm saying is when you pass by that waterworks curve and you just kind of take a little quick peek at it, I don't suggest you stare at it for very long. Certainly, if you're driving, but just look at it for a split second. It just looks old, dilapidated, not ready for prime time, and that's that's been reported, right? That it's it has been in serious need of um, of modernization for a long time. Well, that takes money. But it, the, like everything else, it, whether it's in your personal life or in business or in government, when you have these kinds of critical issues and you keep kicking the can down the road, as the saying goes, it, the problem just gets bigger. It just mounts. It, and so the, the, uh, the proverbial molehill does turn into a mountain and then it reaches a point uh, as it has now where you can't even function and if you can't function because you don't have running water uh, in the city, uh, you need a fix. You need it now, and you need a whole bunch of money instead of investing throughout the decades to maintain it and keep it current. And that's where we are. Sad day for the state of Mississippi, in my view, that the city of Jackson doesn't have running water, no water pressure. Really sad. We'll step aside for a break right here. We're in West Point, Mississippi. For the Prairie Arts Festival coming up this Saturday, we'll come right back with more of the Element Well Studios.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream. The new degree of comfort. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi.
back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi coming at you live from West Point, Mississippi for the Prairie Arts Festival that's coming up in West Point this uh, Saturday, the 44th annual Prairie Arts Festival, Saturday, September 3rd, 9 to 4 p.m. There's a 5K run that gets started at 8 o'clock. And you can come out and shop early. Over 200 vendors, including fine arts, handmade crafts, down-home southern cooking, as well as Kid Town, live music around every corner, and, of course, the 5K race. There's something for every member of the family to enjoy. This Prairie Arts Festival is a long-time tradition, 44 years for the community of West Point and visitors on Labor Day weekend. Coming up on the program, by the way, today, Lisa Klutz, Director of Community Development with the Growth Alliance in uh, Clay County, West Point, and then Senator Angela Turner Ford represents District 16. That includes Clay, where we are, Lowndes, Knoxville, and Octibaha counties. That's coming up at 11.05. John Turner, Marketing and Public Relations for Four County at 11.50. And then Rod Bobo, the mayor of West Point, Mississippi, joins middays at 12.37. We'll wrap things up today with Matt Dowell, the executive director of the Golden Triangle Regional Airport. So big show on tap today. Yeah, the, uh, the plant, we're told, and just reminded, I should say, that uh, is is in question and is in its malfunctioning is the OB Curtis water treatment plant which is near the reservoir off Lake Harbor that facility according to Andy and Jackson's only about 25 years old yet yeah, and it and it uh, is adjacent to the country club of Jackson hole 14 par 5 right there uh, abuts it so but I, I was just talking about the the main I don't know the name of it the one that you see there in waterworks curve uh, around uh, downtown Jackson uh, it just looks old to me and it's been there a long time as best I know uh, city of Jackson has two water treatment plants the oldest plant this is on the ceasefire text line is the one you see on I-55 the near the newest plant is the one we just uh, described the OB Curtis which you don't see yeah over there off spillway road yeah you can you can see c kind of the area the grounds but right you don't you can't actually see the plant itself totally agree uh, Tim from Tupelo says do like Tupelo did back in the 80s to fix their water problem a quarter percent extra tax I guess that was a sales tax right uh, Tim because those funds would be uh, diverted uh, to the city and that for decades and that adds up it does but unfortunately the the problem in Jackson is is urgent it's immediate it's critical they don't have decades to to keep up and there already is an additional layer of sales tax in the city of Jackson and um, uh, that was levied some time ago voted on some time ago okay yeah tax yeah exactly so where'd that money uh, go I don't know. And there's always a question about that, but uh, let's be honest, the city of Jackson has experienced a, uh, a decline in economic activity, and uh, I don't have any data in front of me to support that assertion, but I'm just eyeballing it. When you, when you drive around town, there are a whole lot of uh, uh, buildings and structures that are boarded up. Um, it's no secret that lots of businesses have moved out of the city and uh, into the suburbs in Rankin County and in Madison County. I think right now I saw an announcement recently, an old uh, uh, prestigious accounting firm, Haddock's Reed, 
Uh, also in downtown Jackson, recently announced they are relocating to the Butler Snow Building in Ridgeland. So that's just another. Uh, I have a building for sale in Ridgeland. It's uh, the building that we operated in uh, Venture Technologies in, built it in 1992. Of course, uh, you guys know I sold the company in 2019, and the, and the group that bought our company uh, sort of reconfigured the organizational structure. They kept the building and operated in it for three years. That lease ended this past January, and so they're no longer in the building, and we've had it uh, for sale now for six or seven months. Uh, our broker, my broker, informed us this morning he has two showings today from Jackson uh, with Jackson located businesses. I think they're saying, Uncle, enough. We got to get out of here. So uh, when that happens, of course, that also erodes the tax base as well. So whether it be sales tax or what uh, they get out of property taxes, et cetera. So uh, rents and economic, other economic activity also part of that. It, it's just a sad deal. You really can't have a vibrant, thriving city unless you've got functional, reliable utilities, and water's one of those. Um, in most cities, water um, is managed, the water system is managed and owned by the municipality. Uh, typically, electricity and gas is not. An exception to that, that that comes to mind is Memphis. Memphis light gas and water, uh, which serves 750,000, 800,000 addresses. Longtime customer of my company, and they always told us they were the largest three service publicly owned utility in the country. Three service, light, gas, and water. Pretty big organization that, of course, is attached to the. Um, the city of, of Memphis, but anyhow, something's got to happen. Uh, what that is it is not going to happen unless uh, money it comes to the scene. Uh, ben from Madison, I believe, said earlier that he thought the governor did a great job at his presser yesterday. Seems like he's very very motivated to find solutions to this problem. Well, I think everybody is, and I would agree, Ben, because uh, I. I'm in the camp that believes that we all pay for the city of Jackson's problem. It, it, it problems. It absolutely drags the entire state down. And if Jackson is a thriving and successful and vibrant community, then the entire state benefits. But the problems that exist in Jackson, uh, be it crime, in this case, water, a, a major function, a major service uh, from the city of Jackson, obviously law enforcement, failing there, uh, water, supply of water, failing there. I mean, those are two major functions of the city, and uh, you'd have to give them an F grade on that, honestly. Now, there's probably people out there listening to me right now that would take exception to that, and that's fine. Uh, that, that's just my opinion, and that's what we do here. We express our opinion. So it's, uh, it's not a good thing that the city of Jackson is, is having – these sorts of issues and these sorts of problems, they don't. Oh, oh, by the way, the Jackson Public School District, I think, still is is uh, graded as an F or a D. So we're not really doing well there. Uh, an another major function, jeez, uh, of the city. It's just, it's disheartening. Uh, our airport is also uh, a problem in my view. You know, I've been to a lot of airports across the across the country that may be. 
uh, just in terms of the structure itself, the facility itself, might be the worst for certainly a city its size, in my opinion. And it and it does present, does not, let's put it that way, does not present the best first positive impression that one could get that's never been here. And then uh, they come in, they fly in. I had numerous uh, business associates, associates and and uh, folks that traveled to visit with us uh, in our location for, for various uh, business negotiations and business opportunities. And the first thing they see is the city of Jackson Airport, and that doesn't go well. And there's been proposals to address that as well. And unfortunately, as you guys are not surprised, Bob, uh, you've got political problems that enter into the fray and are always uh, of influence in, in all of these matters and, and unfortunately good decisions don't get made and, and they are hampered uh, by just brute force politics problem. Canton runs their gas system and Oxford has their own electric. Yeah, so David in Oxford uh, reports that. Right, there, there, there are um, Certainly exceptions and nuances to that. Uh, I know the city of Jackson, Tennessee, was also one of our, our customers, and they also operated their electrical uh, power system for the residents of the city of Jackson, Tennessee. We actually helped uh, them implement uh, wireless Internet across the entire city. It started out, and it was about a five mile um, five miles five square mile area actually did that with all kinds of, of uh, sophisticated at the time about 15 years ago sophisticated uh, outdoor wireless technology but that was actually owned and operated by the the Jackson uh, can't remember the name of the organization but the Jackson power system itself there so yeah there are exceptions but water, I think, is more common, honestly, though, David, with respect to municipalities and what they, what they um, operate. Original name for the waterworks curve was the railroad overpass curve. We got that on the ceasefire text line. Appreciate that. Anyhow, we're out of time in this particular segment. We're going to uh, take a break as you hear the music playing. We'll come back. We're at the Prairie Arts Festival. We're in West Point for the Prairie Arts Festival coming up this Saturday. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. 
Hit the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 9 22 Embrace hosts the Chicago Cubs affiliate Tennessee Smokies August 30th through September 4th at Trustmark Park. Join us for Bark in the Park and Dollar Hot Dogs all game long on Tuesday. Then First Responders Wednesday. Truck Works Thursday, Thursday. Friday, the first 500 kids, 14 and under, will get a free back-to-school backpack. Courtesy of the Mississippi State Department of Health Office of Tobacco Control. On Saturday, it's post-game Delta Blues-themed fireworks presented by Rick's Pro Truck, followed by a Labor Day fireworks show presented by Patriot Roofing. After the 6.05 p.m. series finale on Sunday night. Tickets, MississippiBraves.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Police are investigating a fatal shooting in Gulfport Monday night. Authorities confirmed they responded to a scene in the 200 block of Audubon Drive around 725. They found a man with multiple gunshot wounds who was pronounced dead at the scene. The Jackson water crisis continues to take its toll on state agencies. The Department of Health announced Monday morning that its central office will be closed to the public until further notice. The Driver Service Bureau also announced they'll be closed until further notice and two universities are shifting to virtual learning due to the ongoing water pressure issues jackson state and bellhaven have announced that all on-campus classes are canceled for tuesday online classes will meet as scheduled and faculty will work from home as well for all things mississippi visit supertalk.fm here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Hitting a single is great, but you know what's better? Doubles, triples, and home runs. Getting more for less always feels great. 
which is why I tell everyone to take advantage of Farm Bureau's Home and Auto Insurance Bundle. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Attention, adoring fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super top mississippi coming at you live the element well studios relocated today in west point mississippi that is because coming up this saturday september the third the 44th annual west point prairie arts festival should be a big day hopefully the weather will cooperate and we'll have a bunch of fun also uh we are uh, delighted that Jubilation's Cheesecakes and Coffee House in West Point is providing uh, lunch and snacks and so forth for uh, all of us here uh, on the Super Talk, at Super Talk uh, involved with the broadcast today. Really appreciate that. Our guest as well. So looking forward to that. All right. So, Rhino, hot off the press. Literally, in less than an hour ago, Jackson's Public Works Director has been reassigned, okay, reassigned amid the ongoing water crisis. Marlon King, who was confirmed by the city council uh, just about a year ago, said the decision was made after speaking with the mayor. Hmm. He asked me to come in and identify some issues. I've identified them, and now he's going to bring someone in who can work them through. He said those issues include employee mismanagement, a poor work environment, and vendors going unpaid. Wow. At this point, it's not known. It's being reported. In what capacity King would remain on, he did not know who would be his replacement. Said his reassignment was not related to the city's ongoing water issues. Oh, sure. There's no no interesting uh, uh, coincidence there, is there? Unbelievable. That's uh, just unbelievable. Uh, so Thomas and Greenwood said jo- Jackson already has a special tax for water has for decades. Not true, Thomas. Uh, We just reported that 1% additional sales tax was implemented in 2013, and that's just a a general sales tax just to raise uh, money that goes into the pot. It wasn't specifically earmarked uh, for water infrastructure, uh, to my knowledge. It's just normal sales tax diversions uh, and uh, sales tax collections, I should say, that go into the city's coffers that's the primary source of revenue of course to operate a a city is sales tax 
We know the problem with Jackson management. It is a joke. Call it what it is. So let's see here. City of Jackson. Yeah, hold on a second. Uh, There was something else that I saw. Okay, here we go. Yep, this is Skip and Pearl. Says that uh, he received a text which he shared with us or a message he shared with us that uh, provides some insight. Says the OB Curtis facility has already been shut down most recently for over two weeks prior to the recent flooding. Since the hard freeze back in January, it has been sporadically failing from budgetary mismanagement, inadequate equipment maintenance, and the departure of certified operators, all resulting in major equipment failure. The third and last remaining functioning pump failed last week. Well, I guess that would explain why we're experiencing such low pressure, because one of the plants, as it sounds like, is virtually out of uh, commission. It was the lead story on the national news, he goes on to say, uh, networks this morning. City and state officials are this morning now blaming last week's record rainfall as the cause, when in fact it has been in a state of fail for over seven months. Uh, yeah, not surprised. I'm not sure who's buying this idea that the flooding is the cause of uh, the water pressure problems and, and um, the, the issue of not having potable water and being under a boil water notice for weeks now. So I, I still say that you've got to have money. I mean, uh, there's just no other. First of all, you got no doubt you need to have some competent leadership and a competent administration, but you've got to have money. That's just the bottom line. This, this is going to cost a lot. I think the mayor estimated $200 million. I think that's grossly on the low side. Uh, $200 million just doesn't sound to me like it's enough when you consider just how deep these problems are. Uh, my guess is it's more in the $500 million range. <laughs> the $200 million won't get it done. But where's that money going to come from? If the state says they're willing to pitch in state taxpayer money, money that's been collected from residents throughout the state, my guess is we get a reaction much like we have been seeing with respect to the student loan forgiveness situation that only targeted people are benefiting and uh, lots of other people are footing the bill for it. And that's kind of what this situation would be. So this is a tough one. It will be interesting to see what happens. I, I believe I saw Rhino reports that uh, members of the delegation in the state legislature, House and Senate side, that represent the city of Jackson are calling for a special session. Have you seen something about that? I, I think I saw some reports on that. Senator David Blunt for example, who represents uh, part of Jackson, been on the program before, has, uh, has, has been uh, vocal in that. So uh, whether or not the governor would call a special session to address this issue, I don't know at this point. I haven't seen any, certainly anything definitive. He's not said anything of which I am aware. So somebody check me out there. It's my understanding that those who represent the, uh, the city uh, in the legislature are, are imploring the governor to call a special session and try to address it, get something done. So. I was just going back and, and double-checking the reasoning they gave for the 1% sales tax hike back in 2013, which was voted on in early 2014, yep. January 14th of 2014. Yep. And the Jackson leadership at the time was selling it 
as a way to improve infrastructure? Well, sure, because, again, if you look at the major expenditures of a city, it, it is police, it's fire, and, and in the case where a city such as Jackson owns essentially and operates the water system, well, of course. I mean, those are major expenditures, the major expenditures to operate a city. So uh, any money that goes into that, uh, any additional money that uh, comes to the city as revenue, one would think would be wisely, appropriately allocated to the services the city is obligated to provide, which includes police, fire, um, uh, infrastructure, that would be roads and bridges, and water. But clearly, that's failed. I mean, it, it does beg the question. I don't know so much about fire protection, don't see or hear a lot about that, but the city's been unable to to uh, increase the staff that it says it needs for a properly functioning police department. Crime obviously is out of control. Everybody that drives through Jackson is familiar with a pothole situation. Did you see the report, Rhino? A school bus, the city of Jackson, Jackson Public Schools school bus, got stuck in a pothole. You see the pictures of that floating around? Literally bottomed out in a pothole and was unable to get out of the pothole. That's how bad that is. So we got road problems, we got crime problems, now we got critical, serious water problems. I agree. Where where's the money going? But at the it's same time, it's just hard to get on board with throwing around these two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred million dollar totals when the administration in the capital city can't seem to find their butt with both hands. Yeah, I, I agree. mean they just got a ninety million dollar settlement from Siemens over the the water uh, bill processing. A no third doubt. of that went to attorneys. They spent less right. than ten million actually fixing the water problem. So you uh, got ninety uh, million. You gave thirty million to the attorneys. You spent less than ten on fixing the problem. Where'd the rest of it go? Yeah, I, I, and so it it uh, I think deserves a deep dive audit. Um, and keep in mind that with respect to the state auditor, the state auditor is only responsible for, for auditing entities where state monies are allocated and, uh, and, and just the use of the state money. So, but it would make sense, uh, obviously, to commission someone to do a deep dive into that. Of course, that's all water under the bridge. That ain't going to fix the problems going forward. It, it certainly would expose any sort of mismanagement. Maybe that could be used successfully in toppling the administration and, and, and replacing them with someone uh, competent, uh, certainly in the mayor's office, if the citizens understood. Look how they have wasted your money and misspent it. No doubt uh, that it's desperately needed. Uh, and and so on the ceasefire tax line. By the way, money for what? I, I just said that uh, the mayor said 200 million. I think it's much higher to that. Rhino's pointing out that you know they have have uh, been in, um, in seen increased revenues that they just really haven't properly spent. But the, but the ceasefire tax line says money for what? There's no plan to expand or repair the system. Plan is needed first. I totally agree. It uh, and and I actually wrote something up on this uh, in my social media this morning that uh, this needs to be done uh, with oversight from a third party and every single dollar, every single dime, every single project uh, needs to be procured through a comprehensive RFP. RFP process, and it does not need to include the city standard minority business enterprise 
a participation requirement, that's just uh, terrible and ends up just wasting money. Time for a break right here on Middays. When we come back, we've got uh, Lisa Klutz, Director of the Community Development Growth Alliance. We're in West Point, Mississippi. Stay with us. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile, September 8th through the 10th, the entire store, 10% off. Live entertainment, free food and beverages, prizes, great deals all day long, like generic roundup, two and a half gallons, $79.99, rice brand, 50-pound bag, $9.89, 13-13-13-50-pound bag, $15.99, and corn for $8.50. Get the buck to stop when you shop the hunting appreciation event, September 8th through the 10th at Gaddis McLaurin Feed Seed Hardware and Mercantile, since 1871 in downtown Bolton. We'll see you there. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment serving you since 1993. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. This is the opening agri market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 440 to 112.76. March cotton was down 411 to 109.56. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were down 25 and three quarters to 1412 per bushel. January soybeans were down 26 cents to 14.17 per bushel. December corn was down eight cents to 6.75 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down seven and a quarter to 6.80 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was up two cents to 142.92. December live cattle was up 17 cents to 149.10. October feeders up 117 to 182.25. November feeders up 97 to 183.87. At the open, the Dow Jones down 300 points, 31,799. I'm Dixon Williams. This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. 
We introduce benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fault to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi we are live in west point mississippi we're at the mossy oak outlet uh, center up here and joining us now in the element well studios lisa klutz director of community development with the growth alliance lisa thanks for coming on big weekend hey it's always fun to have super talk in west point during prairie arts to talk about the festival and all things west point yeah we're, we're excited to be here so 44th annual yes yeah uh, how did this get started and, and has endured for 44 years? That's really quite the milestone. It really. Um, it started in 1979, bringing um, artists to West Point, and it has just grown from there. We have over 200 vendors of juried fine arts, handmade crafts, and food vendors. Wow. Uh, so it's this Saturday. It's this Saturday, the September 3rd. The hours are? 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. Downtown West Point. Downtown West Point. And, folks, if you haven't been to downtown West Point, it's pretty cool. I I've, think so. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I've spent some time there. I like to play golf course over at Old Waverly and uh, Mossy Oak with my buddies. In fact, coming up here next weekend to do a little golf, a little golf trip. Wonderful. Up there. Yeah, always enjoy uh, visiting. and uh, But great shops, great restaurants, really a charming uh, downtown um, it, it just looks like a great American city, small it, town. It is. We're a population of about 10,000 people. Um, we have Highway 45 running through West Point, and I say get off the highway and get downtown to <laughs> truly discover West Point. Gotcha. So the Growth Alliance, what, what uh, is exactly your mission there, Lisa? The Growth Alliance is a big word for our Chamber of Commerce, okay. Main Street Association, and tourism. Yeah. And uh, with respect to the event this Saturday, you get people from all over the place, don't you? We do. Yeah. From the artists that come regionally to people um, coming to the festival, um, whether they're coming directly to West Point or they're traveling through to the Mississippi State football game, yeah. um, we'd love to have them all. We have about a crowd of around 20,000 people throughout the whole day. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, the day starts with a 5K run at 8 a.m. Then the festival actually starts at 9 and goes through 4. Um, it, of course, vendors, food, music around every corner, that, like you said, um, activities for kids. And then right here at the Mossy Oak Outlet is uh, the car show. Gotcha. So uh, what about the exhibitors, those that, uh, that uh, bring their art here? Yes, we have um, painters and photographers. Um, we have jewelry vendors and woodworking. 
uh, lots of crafts, things you may not have ever seen before. With 200 vendors, you can see a lot of art and crafts. And is, are a lot of these vendors, uh, Lisa, are they um, exhibitors that come every year? They bring their art every year? We have a good mix of um, returning vendors, your favorite returning vendors, and then um, new vendors that have coming for the first time. And those that come for the first time that haven't been to West Point, what's their reaction? We like to take care of them. We want to make sure that <laughs> they come back, that they are a returning vendor also. Yeah. Um, uh, we are excited to have so many people from so many areas coming through West Point to experience Prairie Arts Festival, maybe even West Point for the first time. And it uh, certainly has got to be a big uh, contributor to the economy of West Point as well when you got so many visitors coming yes, in, right? Yes, yes. Um, the tourism tax um, surely benefits from a weekend in West Point, yeah. Labor Day weekend. You said 20000 Yes. Mm -hmm. that, that's a lot. And and uh, football game, too, at State going on, right? It is. It's. I think it's at 630. Yeah, that sounds right. right. So you have plenty of time to come to the festival <laughs> first and then head over to Startville to tailgate. All right, so besides the art, there's other activities as well, including for the children. Yes, um, what I'm excited about this year is that we're back to normal. Um, in 2020, we had to cancel because of COVID, and then last year with the numbers spiking again, we had to make modifications, and so our hours were cut short and um, missed a few things, like the Prairie Arts Train. That's a staple. Yeah. But it's back this year, and we're back to normal hours, and um, so... The train is for all ages. Ride it with your family. Sure. Um, then there's um, rides and vendors for kids. There's the mechanical bull. And uh, have you ever been on a mechanical bull? I personally have not. It's harder than it looks. <laughs> it does look hard. <laughs> I will agree. Yes. So try that. Um, and then there's pony rides and just there is something for everybody at Prairie Arts Festival. And you got a little food to eat too, huh? <laughs> yes. Um, there is a vendor that comes every year. He's at one of our um, favorite returning vendors, and he hand cranks homemade ice cream with a John Deere tractor. Oh wow! <laughs> mm -hmm. With a tractor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how's the economy doing at West Point? Uh, how, how's it going with respect to businesses? What's their attitude? Comparing our sales tax and tourism number, yeah. um, tax numbers, um, we have recovered. We're, we're maintaining. We're doing good. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. We, we have great... Optimistic about the future? I, I'm always optimistic. Of course. Optimistic. That's your job. And I agree with you. I am, too. Despite all our issues, I am, too. We've got to remain positive. Lisa Klutz, Director of Community Development with the Growth Alliance, has been our guest here. We're in West Point, Mississippi, because we're getting set for the West Point Prairie Arts Festival coming up this Saturday. Lisa, thanks for coming on and telling us about it. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll step aside for a break right here. we got Super Talk News, Fox News. Coming up next, when we return, it's Senator Angela Turner-Ford. She represents District 16, which includes Clay Lowndes, Noxaby, and... You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden gives a speech in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania this afternoon about reducing gun crime. President Biden will again urge Congress to take more steps to combat gun violence. He'll talk about how we have built on that momentum and how we must act on banned assault weapons. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says the president will also highlight a plan to hire more police officers around the country. Fox's Jared Halpern. Supporters of the Iraqi cleric Muqtada al-Sadr are ending their protests in Baghdad at his request. Iraq's military also announced an end to a 
curfew in the hopes that there may be an end to the street violence. At least 30 people are reported dead from the unrest, which started yesterday when Al Sadr announced he would resign from politics. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Water is being distributed in Jackson, Mississippi. A treatment plant failure has tap water unsafe to drink and running at very low pressure in some places. There's concern about firefighting capabilities. America's listening to Fox News. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During an emergency press briefing on Monday night, Governor Tate Reeves declared a state of emergency regarding Jackson's water crisis that has stemmed from a boil water notice that has been in effect for over a month. The Mississippi State Department of Health has also prepared an emergency order as the city's water pressure is insufficient to fight fires, flush toilets, and meet other basic needs. To help solve the problem, the state has created an incident command center for the OB Curtis water treatment facility. Governor Reeves has the details. There is no silver bullet fix, but is a better shot at success. The state has created an incident command structure and is surging our resources to the city's water treatment facility and beginning emergency maintenance, repairs, and improvements. We will do everything in our power to restore water pressure and get water flowing back to the people of Jackson. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. Despite being the poorest state in America, Mississippi has some of the highest paid public officials in the country. According to the latest Fat Cat report from the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, almost half of the top 50 public official salaries are paid to school district superintendents with an average salary of over $175,000 a year. That's more than the Chief Justice of the state Supreme Court earns. CEO Douglas Carswell shared the intent of their annual report. We hope it triggers a debate 
we need to improve public services in Mississippi, but every time we do talk about that, it becomes a conversation about higher taxes and getting more federal dollars. What we want to draw attention to is the fact that the money is in the system, it's just not always spent in the best interests of the public. To take a detailed look at the report, log on to supertalk.fm. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage used car buying that's built for you yourself with everything you need to take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi and now now. another hour of the talk that keeps mississippi talking middays with gerard gibbert begin your transition now now on super talk mississippi Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are coming at you live from West Point, Mississippi. We're here because coming up this Saturday on September the 3rd, the 44th annual West Point Prairie Arts Festival. We just had uh, Lisa Klutz, Director of Community Development with the Growth Alliance, giving us a rundown of what that day is all about. 20,000 people going to descend upon West Point for the festivities. She says it's all back to its uh, pre-COVID states, so should be a lot of fun. But joining us now here in the Element Well Studios in West Point is Senator Angela Turner Ford. She represents District 16, which includes Clay, which is the county we are presently in, Lowndes, Knoxville, and Octibaha County. Senator, thanks for coming on. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you for the invitation. You bet. So, a big uh, Prairie Arts Festival coming up uh, this Saturday here in West Point. Hard to believe, 44 years. That means it's a good thing. It is absolutely a good thing. We look forward to it every year. Well, Lisa surprised me when she said 20,000 coming in. It, it just it keeps growing. Yeah. It's growing. And um, I can remember, oh gosh, before I was 10 or 12 years old, attending some of the festivals and a cakewalk even. Yeah. And now it's just a, a sight to behold. West Point's a great uh, small town in Mississippi. It seems to be a thriving, a, a vibrant uh, community. And uh, the downtown's really cool. I was talking to Lisa about that. Have uh, spent some time down there eating, shopping, and so forth. It's a pretty neat place. It's cozy. We like it. Yeah. It is. Yeah. A great place to hang out. Population of about 10,000. Correct. What she said. Yeah. Good schools as well. 
I agree. And, um, you know, people, I think this is a nice, a small town. People like it here. And yeah. I, for the most part, I think we get along well with each other. I think so. All right. So, Senator, what about the 2022 session? Were you pleased with the outcome? I'm, I'm, I'm glad it is over. Um, of course, I had some priorities that I, I would have liked to see, you know, go a bit further. But I think overall, um, I'm satisfied with it and i've heard the same from the constituents okay well what's uh what's on tap for 2023 what are some of your priorities well one thing i would definitely like to see is for us to address those issues that strengthen families um i I think medicaid expansion needs to be looked at closely and if we can't accomplish that for i would say the general public certainly um providing additional care for uh, maternal Medicaid recipients is is something I would like to see as well. I believe we might need to look at the ARPA projects. I think there are those who might be concerned about supply issues, um, availability of professionals to complete those projects. So that's another issue that I might that I believe we may look at in 2023. Yeah, and inflation. There's been lots of reports about uh, those projects having having been priced and, and kind of um, forecast at a certain level, a cost level. And, and now as we get closer to actually procuring those services, finding that the cost is quite a bit more. Exactly. And I think the engineers are struggling with it as they, they may get a, get a price point at one point and then three or four months later it's changed so yeah. it's, it's difficult to manage so you got to work through that so uh what about um your political future senator are you planning to run for re-election i do um if, of course it's not my my call to make but i'm going to make myself available okay. i will qualify and it's up to the people to decide in any surprises you're thinking that might occur that uh in the state of mississippi with respect to the 2023 uh, 2023 statewide elections not that I've heard. Okay. Um, I think we're all just kind of coasting to that point, <laughs> and, and there it seems to be a rather laid-back approach. I'm not hearing a whole lot. Yeah. And um, we'll just have to see if there will be any upsets. Well, we don't uh, have a situation where the governor and the lieutenant governor are terming out. Exactly. So they, they qualify. They are eligible to run for another term. All expectations are they intended to do so. Haven't really seen anything definitive with respect to uh, either primary challengers uh, to Governor Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman, or even uh, who might um, step in on the Democrat side to oppose them in the general election. Anything that you can share that you know about that? I can't. Um, I've just heard some little <laughs> rumblings, but nothing I would say is um, based on anything reliable. Okay. So we're just waiting. What about the redistricting process? You overall pleased with that, the way that went? For the most part, um, you know, first we started with the redistricting of the congressional districts. Right. And um, I think that pretty much came out as was to be expected. And um, I haven't heard a lot about anybody being terribly displeased okay. with his or her district as it currently exists. Okay. Well, that's that's kind of our take on it as well. There might be a, a, a couple of situations, but I think overall it, it seems to be accepted in a positive way. That's, that's a big hurdle you got to do every 10 years. You know, one thing that, that uh, didn't get done that uh, many people talk about was uh, fixing our citizen-initiated ballot measure process, right? So Absolutely. that's still outstanding. We couldn't get the Senate and the House to agree. I think the primary sticking point there, as I recall, was the number of signatures required to get a ballot uh, measure certified and available for the folks to vote on. Uh, is that going to be taken up again, you think? I certainly hope so. Um, I was, I would say, I guess, a bit 
startled that we did not address it last session and hopefully there have been talks going on during the off season and um, an agreement can be reached. The people definitely need an opportunity to, I would say, seek access to government and to have a voice and I would definitely like to see an initiative and referendum process restored. Do you have a feeling one way or another about the number of signatures required? The Senate had a higher bar there. Well, I, I don't have um, a definitive answer on that. Okay. I just think if, if it requires compromise, that's what we need to do. Okay. And, and what about um, the, uh, the approach, and certainly from the House bill, that uh, a measure placed on the ballot would, um, would affect statute only and not be able to amend the Constitution, which is the present law? To some extent, I agree with it. Okay. Um, I, I do think um, when we're talking about matters that um, that per possibly have economic interest or are business related, okay. perhaps they should be reserved to statutory changes. Okay. And then when we're speaking of more um, issues that are addressed by the Constitution, such as um, restoration of the right to vote and those types of issues, I okay. think that there should be a way for the Constitution to be amended. So I, I see an approach, I would envision an approach that would allow both to be effective. Okay. All right. So, of course, the legislature can place a measure on the ballot to amend the Constitution um, and, and still could, even if a, a, a law was enacted that would permit the citizens to uh, change or create statute at the ballot box through a citizen-initiated measure, but the citizens just would not have the power to put a measure on the ballot to amend the Constitution, which is the only thing they can do now. Of course, the Supreme Court said, well, that doesn't work either because you got bad math, essentially. <laughs> so that was out the window. Um, we got the midterms coming up as well on the national scene. Do you have any thoughts about that? You know, that is an issue I'm just watching. Yeah. Um, I know that Mississippi is not as much a player in that this year um, with a lot of the talk that we're right. hearing. But um, I think that each person just has the opportunity to go and cast his or her vote. And whoever's in control, that's just what we're subjected to. It's the political process. Yeah, absolutely correct. Do you have any thoughts about uh, the president's recent action to cancel student debt? What have you heard from your constituents? What do you think? I've, it's, it's been a mixed bag of um, things that I've heard. There are some who, of course, consider it to be a relief. There are those who feel as though it doesn't go quite far enough. Yeah. And then there are others who feel as though, you know, they've paid their student loan debt. You know, why? why is this relief now being given and it's unfair to them. The relief that has been issued by the president is what we have and it's, we, we will just have to make it work. You know, it's interesting you say that because that's been consistent with my anecdotal observations as well. There, there are uh, feelings on, on, that come down on both sides of this. There doesn't seem to be any consensus in opposition or in support. It just depends on who you talk to, what their situation is, and kind of what their opinion is. Exactly. and it's. Uh, I guess maybe in this instance it's best that it was not left to our opinion. Uh, that Certainly that seems to be the case. Of course, there might be some constitutional challenges. Who knows where that will land. We'll have to let the courts sort all that out. Um, I, I've seen uh, legal opinions on both sides. That's typically what you have when you have lawyers opining on a complex matter like this. There's no consensus. Right, and not just the lawyers. I mean, there's public outcry. That's true. So their, their consensus is being heard as yeah, well. Yeah, that, that's true. So do you feel like, of, uh, as we get to ready for a break here, we'll let you go, but before we go, do you feel like the 2023 session might be a bit lighter just because it is also election year? 
I, I think that's a possibility. But what I would also say is when I went back and looked at some of the issues that we tackled in 2022, it was almost monumental. In yeah, my it was opinion. a lot. There were, we had a lot of tough issues that we tackled. Yeah. So hopefully we will not have to address that those same issues in 2023. So I would anticipate it being lighter. Yeah, I would agree. I, I have described it as a very active session it was. when I've had uh, members of the legislature and statewide leaders on the show. But Senator, always good to see you. And thanks so much for coming on. And uh, really congratulations on the success here with the uh, Prairie Arts Festival in West Point. I know it's going to be a big deal. Thank you, Senator. I agree. And thank you to the Growth Alliance and Ms. Klitz. They did a great job. Awesome. Senator Angela Turner Ford has been our guest here on Middays. The Element Well Studios in West Point, Mississippi will step aside and come right back. This is Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson. What's new, Dave? New Nissans are arriving daily. We are now offering a two-year maintenance program on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Canon Nissan will match any competitor's prices on tires, batteries, and more. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pilium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. In Mississippi, hunting isn't a sport, it's a religion. All my buddies grew up hunting and I don't miss a season today. Being a straight shooter, being safe, honest and accurate in the field is the most important thing of all. It's exactly the same way when it comes to diamonds. You want a hunting buddy who can teach you all the secrets of the diamond business. So you really know diamond grading, the four C's, and how you get the most diamond for your hard-earned money. That's exactly what you get when you shop for your diamond at Jenniker Jewelry Company. As Mississippi's direct diamond importers, we're a target-rich environment. 
with 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. And Diamond for Diamond, the guaranteed best price in the state. And that's shooting you straight. Nine out of 10, Mississippi women agree. The more a man hunts, the more he needs Junikers. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Once again, we are in West Point, Mississippi, because coming up this Saturday is the West Point Prairie Arts Festival. That's the 44th annual West Point Prairie Arts Festival. Appreciate Senator Angela Turner Ford for joining us here on Middays. We're, by the way, we're at the Mossy Oak uh, Outlets here in West Point, just off the highway behind uh, Hampton um, Inn. So come by and see us if you're in the area. So, Sam from Mount Hermon, we've been talking about the Jackson water issues this morning, and certainly we could all talk about what's happened in the past, no doubt about it, in, incompetent management, leadership, et cetera. And, and, and the bottom line is, is that the city does not have a growing, thriving economy. And it's got a water infrastructure that is um, it has been in desperate need and and water infrastructure like all infrastructure requires constant attention constant maintenance money and resources have to be allocated but properly spent properly overseen properly managed uh, in in order to ensure those services are are viable and functioning and uh, delivering for the citizens no doubt there has been a failure in that the same is the case with crime where the police department, city of Jackson, is grossly understaffed, has a difficult time uh, getting more officers on the rolls. Uh, there has no doubt, I think, been to some degree a willingness to look the other way when crimes are committed and not prosecute. The city of Jackson does not even have a jail. There's no jail for any sort of temporary incarceration as the city uh, might do. And so those who were arrested and um, have to uh, be confined to jail, uh, end up in the neighboring counties or, or in the county jail and even the neighboring county, it's my understanding. I don't know that for sure, but I know there's not a city, and I got that, by the way, from the lieutenant governor. There's not a jail anymore in the city of Jackson. And I remember as a child actually doing a tour of the Jackson Police Department and, and getting, a, from a distance, of course, a view of the jail area. Well, that doesn't exist anymore in the city of Jackson. So it's crazy to think about that, the capital city, the largest city, not even having that. Sam from Mount Hermon, Louisiana says, Hello, Gerard. If the governor is going to help out the city of Jackson, why can't he appoint a certified person to oversee the ongoing problems with regards to the water situation? This way, at least the problem may be solved and hopefully will not happen again. So. Um, it's a good point, uh, Sam, and honestly, I, I have some thoughts about it that I would like to share, if you guys would indulge me. And this is just straight from 
um, something I posted on social media this morning, and that is about 0.1% of what uh, is the value of student debt loan forgiveness would fix the city of Jackson's water issues. 0.1%. Now, uh, that's a whole different issue, of course, but any funds, any money that uh, comes from revenue sources or any sources outside of the city's normal streams of revenue, if it's just transferred to them, given to them, it can't be done that way. It simply can't. You simply cannot rely on present uh, leadership to have control of those funds and uh, to spend them and act as a fiduciary for that money. In fact, I believe every project, every dollar, should be awarded through comprehensive RFPs, requests for proposals, scored by an unrelated third party with no connection to or no financial and no financial interest in the city or state. And there should be no requirements for minority business enterprise participation. That's where all the corruption occurs. No requirements. It's just comprehensive, well-formed, well-constructed requests for proposals for the various projects that first need to be identified and commissioned identified and commissioned and then those need to be awarded through a comprehensive RFP process with no bull and in the open and totally transparent to awarded to the best and lowest vendor the best value not necessarily the lowest bid not the highest bid not your buddy not the one with the most minority participation the one that provides the best value and that should be determined based on quantitative scoring a quantitative scoring matrix we're not reinventing the wheel here this has been around for a long time so that's that's the uh, that's the procurement approach all of this should be overseen by a, uh, an oversight panel, a, a third-party independent oversight panel that would oversee the entire process. And by the way, uh, contracts that would be awarded and voted on based on the RFP scoring, which would be done by third parties that have no interest and no connection to the city or the state. Those contracts should be negotiated with ironclad terms and conditions, which include rigorous acceptance testing and deliverables-based milestone payments authorized by multiple parties, routed through and dispersed by a trustee. To the contractors. The contract should also include performance bonds, of course. This is pretty common. But this independent oversight panel should oversee the entire process. That's the way it works. In other words, the city of Jackson management, administration, elected leaders should have zero, zero connection to this. Uh, other than to, to be perhaps consulted for input, to be kept abreast of the process, and to be perhaps involved in the commissioning of the project's process, but should have no, uh, they should not receive the money directly, and they should have no authority to, to dis disperse that money and no authority to award uh, the contracts. That's got to be done by a, a qualified, independent, uh, panel is the way that should work. Now, how that panel should be formed and who should appoint those, that's going to require some thought, some careful thought. But there should be checks and balances involved in that. And, and all of this, by the way, should be transparent, available 100% to the public it, through, through the entire process at every step along the way. And, it, and every dollar should be subject to independent third-party audit. 
I mean every invoice, every payment should be tested by independent third-party auditors. In fact, maybe multiple auditors just to be on the safe side. Just an idea, and this is, this is the way that um, good business is done. This is another situation where you just apply standard good business practices to government. And that's what ought to happen, my view. Um, it's a sad situation, honestly. And, and there are problems, Paul Meridian says. Meridian has problems also. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm sure of that, uh, Paul. Uh, the problems are uh, widespread like this. And if you look at cities across this nation, there's all sorts of questions about, well, where the heck did all the money go? How did you get to this situation? There's aging, dilapidated infrastructure, be it roads, bridges, water, etc., uh, that is plaguing uh, uh, cities across America. And there just doesn't seem to be uh, any, uh, I guess, any action taken that would truly shape these things up, solve this problem, fix it, and then maintain it. But uh, just sending money, uh, as in the as uh, was the case, for example, with the American Rescue Plan, just showering them with money, no confidence that that money is wisely spent, appropriately spent accounted for in a transparent way and let's face it that's on the taxpayers uh, dime uh, it's just adding to our debt is all it's doing um, which is already a 31 trillion dollars so anyhow uh, maybe some folks are listening that uh, like the idea I hope you folks did as well this is by the way I'm not reinventing the wheel here this is just standard business procurement practice is all it is it's just it's standard business operation it's standard oversight of business expenditures this obviously should apply uh, to government as well too much of it is done behind closed doors you guys know that too much of it is done subject to all sorts of external influence too much of it is done without the public being aware and too much of it uh, too much power, honestly, is conferred to those who are elected by the people, and the people trust that those people uh, who are elected will will uh, act in their best interest and watch out uh, for their their uh, their well-being and their welfare, and wisely, appropriately, and honestly and truthfully invest that money to produce value for them, the citizens. But they, they just, unfortunately. These these political races, their popularity contests, they are heavily influenced by all sorts of, of empty talking points and rhetoric that gets everybody all fired up. Mainly what they get everybody all fired up uh, about is just the other people, the other side, all, the, the president. I'm going to talk about that today, by the way, the president of the United States. He's going to... Uh, talk about the soul of the nation the soul of the nation in a prime time speech now this is a guy who just last week uh, t called half the country everybody that doesn't support him that supported trump essentially considers himself a conservative republican he just labeled them all as fascists last week oh but he was going to unite the nation just how silly is that when you think about it we got uh, a break coming your way right now the Element Well Studios, once again, are in West Point, Mississippi. We're here because the Prairie Arts Festival is going to be happening this Saturday. We'll step aside and we'll be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection, and that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During an emergency press briefing on Monday night, Governor Tate Reeves declared a state of emergency regarding Jackson's water crisis that has stemmed from a boil water notice that has been in effect for over a month. The Mississippi State Department of Health has also prepared an emergency order as the city's water pressure is insufficient to fight fires, flush toilets, and meet other basic needs. To help solve the problem, the state has created an incident command center for the OB Curtis water treatment facility. Governor Reeves has the details. There is no silver bullet fix, but is a better shot at success. The state has created an incident command structure and is surging our resources to the city's water treatment facility and beginning emergency maintenance, repairs, and improvements. We will do everything in our power to restore water pressure and get water flowing back to the people of Jackson. 
from the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. The local rock group down the street is trying hard to lend their song. Serenade the weekend squire just came out to mow his lawn. Mickey Dolan's on the vocals there. The monkeys bumping us into this segment here on Middays. We're in West Point, Mississippi for the Prairie Arts Festival that's coming up this Saturday, the 44th annual Prairie Arts Festival. Going to be a big old deal. So, uh, Rhino, I, I don't know why. I just had a wild hair and started doing a little research on the monkeys. Remember that from my childhood. You, you reminded me of it when you played that uh, the bumper music there. That may be well, maybe my favorite monkey song there. Um, so, caught an interview done a few years ago with the only surviving monkey, and that would be Mickey Dolenz. And... Uh, Mickey shared a lot of insight into the formation of the band, which, of course, was created for TV. And uh, he said that when they were performing, I think two years, 56 episodes, as I recall, is what he said they produced, that they were obviously uh, acting and, and producing the television series, but also playing concerts. He said they were getting paid $400 a week. $400 a week, which included not only their, their work uh, on the set there to produce the television show, but also their concerts. 400 bucks a week. That's what Mickey Dolan said. And so, of course, they didn't write the music for the most part. It was just, They were just handed to him. Here's your music. Go play this. They had a little bit of musical ability, more, more vocals than anything else. That was kind of that era where you, you had bands that uh, were really just kind of created more for show than they were for their musical talents but i saw that was interesting 400 bucks a week 400 bucks uh in the meantime those zany folks out in california they got something going on 
that I thought you might be interested in. How many times have you heard the call for a $15 minimum wage? Got to have $15. Okay, so the, the legislature in the great state of California recently passed a bill, this is incredible, that would create a government panel that would set wages for fast food workers in the state. There are half a million fast food workers in California. Half a million. 500,000. So this bill would establish a panel with members who would be appointed by the governor and also legislative leaders composed of workers, union representatives, employers, and business advocates. And they would set hourly, hourly wages for the state's half a million fast food workers at $22 next year. 22 bucks. So you're talking about a $12 Big Mac if you get wages for fast food workers to 22 Quick math, that's 45000 bucks a year to flip burgers. 45000 So this board of political cronies would actually set wages for an entire business sector. This is, this is blatant. This is hard socialism. This is, ex this is exactly what socialism is defined as. That is a central, central planning by a body of bureaucrats. We're going to tell you who you're going to hire, how much you're going to pay them, how much you're going to produce, and who's going to get it. This is central planning. This is central control. This is blatant socialism in its most egregious form. Imagine you're in business and the government, we already have these crazy minimum wage laws which which of course vary from state to state and there is a still a federal minimum wage and there, there are a few states that still adhere to that, Mississippi being one of them. What's that? Seven and a quarter an hour, I think, Rhino, uh, federal minimum wage. But uh, nonetheless, this is the government. This is a state government forming a board of bureaucrats that will dictate to an entire industry what they will pay the workers in that industry. And that, this is just the start. So there's some on the right who, uh, economists, who say this literally could kill the fast food industry in the state. This is just crazy. This kind of stuff really does grind my gears. While we're talking about it, we spent a fair amount of time the last uh, few days discussing Joe Biden's action to eliminate student debt, cancel student debt for all those who make less than $125,000, uh, an individual, $250,000 in a household, $10,000 of, of student debt wiped off the books, 20000 if you also received a Pell Grant. Once again, that does not pay for the Pell Grant. Pell Grant was free. It's a grant. It pays an additional, it's an additional $10,000 to pay on your debt. So the question was asked of our brilliant vice president by a reporter, who's going to pay for this? We might have some sound here for you. Listen to what she says. So what she said was um, that she never answered the question. She totally avoided the question. And in fact, all she said was, 
Well, the same people that are mad about this student debt cancellation are also the very people uh, who got, you got it? Who specifically is putting the bill for student loan forgiveness? We haven't gotten a concrete answer from the administration yet. Well, let's start with this. First of all, uh, a lot of the same people who are criticizing what we rightly did in following through on a commitment that we made um, to forgive student loan debt uh, are the same people who voted for a tax cut for the richest Americans. So when we look at who is benefiting from this, 90% of the people who are going to benefit from student loan forgiveness make under $75,000 a year. And that debt has been the reason that they're unable to start a family, buy a home, and pursue their piece of the American dream. Unbelievable. So it, we're back to this tired old talking point that the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act signed into law in 2017 by President Trump. All it did was just give tax breaks to the wealthy, which is complete horse hockey. You see, the problem is, as Jethro Bodine says, not times not equal not. You can't get a tax reduction. It's not even a tax break. I hate that term. I've said that before. Allowing you to keep your own money is not a break. That's not a loophole. That is right and just and moral. Instead, what never gets pointed out is that half the households in this country don't pay any income taxes. Therefore, they can't get a tax break. You multiply not by not, you get not. Only people who pay taxes can see a reduction in their taxes. But that's not what they want. What they want is to send them more money. They call that a tax break. It's not. It's redistribution. It's welfare. Earned income ta tax credit. Child tax credit. The other various tax credits. That's just money. That, that you, it that doesn't even really, it, there's no requirement to have any offsetting tax liability. You don't have any tax liability? Here you go, two grand. Child tax credit. Earned income tax credit. 57% of the households in this country paid no income tax last year. I get so mad about this, this tired old left-wing talking point. We gave all the tax breaks to the wealthy. Well, because they're the only people that pay any taxes. You don't get a break when you don't pay any taxes. What do you want to do, send more money? Don't answer that because the answer is yes. What they want is to t take more from those at the upper end of the income scale and send more. Not reduce taxes for those on the lower end of the scale. Send more money to them in the form of checks, which is what the earned income tax credit does and the child tax credit and these other various credits as well. Now you're going to have dead gum um, EV tax credits. You're going to have all these green energy tax credits. This is just sending money is all it is. It's going to be, as you know, you know it's going to be fraught with all kinds of, of uh, abuse and fraud. But that, uh, obviously really does upset me when I hear them continue to pounce on that stupid old talking point, which is totally wrong because there's no doubt that even those at the lower end um, and, and as you progress through the, through the middle strata of income, they got tax breaks. They got a tax reduction. I'm going to stop using the word break. That's a dumb word. They also received a tax reduction because the uh, standard exemption was doubled. The, the, and, the, and the tax rates and the tax bracket structure was completely changed. And in fact, 
the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act actually removed, took more people off the tax rolls. But the Democrats will never admit that. It, of course they benefited from it. I challenge anybody, anybody out there, keep your income the same and run your income through a tax calculator prior to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Run it through a calculator after the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Keep all the data constant. Keep the revenue constant. Keep your income. Keep your deductions constant. Your, your marital status. Keep everything constant. Put it through there. Guarantee you, you will see that you got a reduction in your income taxes. Many Zero. Went from paying some to zero. They just won't tell the dead gum truth about it, and it aggravates me to no end. And Kamala Harris doesn't have a clue how income taxes work. Zero. Just a tired old talking point that gets the left all riled up. Gets me riled up, too, because she's lying. And that's what gets me mad. Elected officials, especially the vice president, should not lie. We'll step aside and take a break right here on Middays. When we return, John Turner, Marketing and Public Relations for Four County. Stay with us. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's gives The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The first ship carrying crane from Ukraine for people in the hungriest parts of the world has docked at the Horn of Africa port as areas of East Africa are badly affected by deadly drought and conflict. Food security experts call it a drop in the bucket for the vast needs in the worst-hit countries of Somalia, Kenya, and Ethiopia, the nation where this first shipment is going. But the flow of grain from Ukraine for other hungry parts of the world is expected to continue with another ship departing today. For Yemen, World Food Program says the first shipment of grain will be shipped over land to northern Ethiopia, where millions of people have been affected by the country's Tigray conflict as 
deliveries by road and air have been suspended among the fighting sparked again last week between Tigray forces and Ethiopian forces, but Ethiopia's neighboring Amhara and Afar regions are also expected to benefit from the 23,000 metric tons of grain. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Hey, Lucky Buck here. It's time to have more fun more often. That's right, my little buckaroos. The Mississippi Lottery will begin drawing cash three and cash four twice a day. But wait, there's more. Add the fireball feature and you can increase your winnings and increase your odds of winning. More times to play cash three and cash four more ways to win with Fireball? Ah, sounds like a winner to me. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi once again up in west point mississippi we're here because coming up this saturday the west point prairie arts festival the 44th annual west point prairie arts festival going to be a big day uh joining us now is john turner marketing and public relations with uh four county electric power association john thanks for coming on appreciate you having me so uh big weekend plan here in west point this coming saturday yeah it's always, always the case deal. on labor day weekend right that's right 44th annual yep one Impressive. of the oldest most respected most beloved festivals in the state and we're glad to be a sponsor of it yeah well uh, as you know we had uh, lisa klutz on earlier the director of community development with the growth alliance and uh, she said expecting 20,000 to come in here. Yeah, we hope so. It's always a good sign of event. Of course, everybody's really ready to get back out and yeah. see people again. Yeah. So that's a big deal, I think. Too. Well, that's what she said. Everything is back to the pre-COVID uh, situation. That's so right. That ought to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Talking electricity and uh, broadband. Yeah, so tell us about that. Are you guys participating, and how are you doing there, rolling out your broadband? Oh, we are participating. We'll be out there with a booth talking about the electric side and the broadband side. And, man, I tell you, broadband is going like nobody's business. Uh, you know, when we started this two years ago, we had no idea the impact it was going to have in the community. And, you know, we have we started from scratch almost exactly two years ago today uh, with the, the Mississippi CARES Act. Uh, gave us some funding to start a couple of uh, three pilot programs out in our most rural areas, which was kind of the point of all this. Uh, and, uh, you know, since then we've hooked up 6,000 customers and we're 
almost 90% through with our uh, mainline construction build-out. So we're really excited. And Clay County is almost completely done. Okay. Primarily using fiber? Fiber to the home. For, to the right. home. Okay. Yep. All the way through the last mile That's uh, right. to the address. Yep. It okay. is the most robust, fastest internet you'll be able to get. What about the electronics to terminate the fiber? Are you guys providing that as well? Customer supplies that? You've got some specifications? No, so we've got all that. Now, of course, a customer, sometimes folks have a system that they want to use. They're sure. doing something out of the ordinary. But, sure. yes, we bring all the material in there. We are a full-service okay. uh, Internet service provider. Okay. So you, you configure it, set it up, test it, make sure it works yep. before you leave. Yep. Of course, customers uh, have uh, the ability to contact you for oh, yeah. support. That's right. Any issues whatsoever? So, and, and, so. and that's been the nice thing because uh, you know, what we found out since we got into the business is that uh, Internet service providers as a whole, people hate them. Right. They are the lowest yep. ranked service provider, so yep. we're concerned about that. But yeah. that we're bringing that same service that we are known for for the last 80 years on the electric side to the broadband side. And yeah. when you call us up, you're not talking to somebody. You're talking to the same folks that live and work here and work in the next office for me uh, that you do on the electric side. So. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you said 6,000 have been connected thus mm -hmm. far. Is that right? That's right. How many do you service? We service, we have a little more than 50,000 meters out okay. there. So it'll be roughly that same amount of potential customers. Okay. Well, the good news is, is as you guys are well aware, is this technology, uh, certainly network technology in that regard, has advanced quite a bit. So it's, it's a lot uh, uh Easier to maintain. It's certainly easier to uh, to monitor and manage, and a whole lot more reliable than That's it right. used to be. No, so. it, and, and it's so impactful too. Uh, you know, with that change in, in that, that better technology and that more reliability, means that now that folks that live in Montpelier and Wren and, and places like that around Mississippi, those little places, they're going to have the best internet service they could possibly have, and that means well, we've even seen folks moving back to the area now because okay. they can have fiber broadband and they can work online they can do telehealth uh, all those things so it's it's really uh, it's pretty impressive it's exciting yeah i mean that is so especially when you when you hear people saying yeah we came back because now uh, we can do this and we prefer to live here that's right. as opposed to moving away. And we only did that because we couldn't get uh, high-speed Internet. That's right. We actually have somebody on the system right now who's got the service who works for a, uh, I believe it's a bank in Germany. You know? Wow. And they're living in rural Mississippi. Wow. Well, certainly uh, the pandemic is, is kind of uh, giving rise to a whole new form of work uh, from a remote uh, perspective. Lots of people that I know as well that live in Mississippi and work for companies that are a long way away, but they're able to perform their job functions. In some cases, that works works effectively, but they can't do it unless they can connect. That, that's right. That, that's what has enabled uh, that reality, and that's just going to keep getting bigger that's and right. better, uh, as you guys know. But you're, you're uh, taking the approach of, of installing fiber, and of course, fiber has way more capacity, honestly, the the physical medium itself, than than what you're utilizing to provide internet. So you're you're future-proofed to some extent. You can scale it. To some extent, that's exactly right. So and and you know, we did a lot of that research to see what might be the next thing. Is there something that's going to supplant fiber? Yeah. And yeah. we just couldn't see it. You yeah. know, every other medium has its drawbacks. Satellite. Is just I don't care how low you get unless you're sitting in my backyard. You're still subject to the weather and yeah. and that sort of stuff. And and so we're excited. Yeah, light's pretty fast still. It is pretty fast. <laughs> we appreciate it, John Turner, the marketing and public relations uh, with Four County Electric Power Association. Thanks for coming on, John. Thank you, John. Appreciate, appreciate you having me. You got it.
We'll step aside for a break right here. It's top of the hour. That means Super Talk News, Fox News. Uh, in the next hour at 1237, Rod Bobo, the mayor of West Point. Stay with us. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. The Justice Department plans to respond today to former President Trump's request for an independent review of documents seized from his home. A federal judge in Florida hears arguments Thursday. She will then make the decision if a special master is necessary. She, of course, will take into account a court filing from DOJ indicating federal prosecutors have already gone through the evidence. Fox's David Spunt. The Navy says Iran's military has seized and then released an American drone flying over the Persian Gulf. More kids are back in school this week. A study finds fewer have the option of attending remotely. A study from the nonprofit Center on Reinventing Public Education found 31% of the nation's largest school districts will continue using remote options that were established during the pandemic. 35 would scrap remote options altogether. 34 would use the remote learning methods that they were using before the pandemic. Fox's Gianna Gelosi. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As the city of Jackson faces its second water crisis in a span of just two years, the State Department of Health has issued an emergency order regarding the city's drinking water supply. The declaration was made Monday morning around 10 o'clock upon discovery of an insufficient number of operators as well as maintenance staff at both the J.H. Fuel and the O.B. Curtis water treatment plants. Low levels of water and low water pressure was also discovered at both plants. The order, which will be in effect for at least 120 days, instructs the city of Jackson and its employees to comply fully with the state as response teams and other contractors come in and attempt to remedy the situation. When a full list of water distribution sites becomes available, you can find it on supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. Peace of mind goes a long way. As parents, we want to make sure our kids are taken care of in the future in all aspects, right? Especially financially. The Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services offers a savings program to help their clients achieve a better life experience by offering a way to alleviate some of the unknown financial worries. Mississippi ABLE is a federal program which enables individuals with disabilities to save money in tax-advantaged accounts that may be used for qualified disability expenses while keeping the eligibility for federal benefits. Learn more about Mississippi ABLE at MississippiAble.com. 
I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Madison residents Jim Denson and Richie Denson set a state record by bagging an alligator that measured 10 feet 2 inches long Sunday on the Pearl River. The catch set the Mississippi record for the longest female alligator. Ricky Flint with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks described this as a bittersweet moment. You kind of think about, wow, this alligator literally could be 75 to 100 years old. But at the same time, mark recapture projects like this have been so vital to wildlife biologists all across the world. Uh, and, and the use and value of hunters and uh, hunting alone to be able to contribute and get that information back to us that otherwise biologists never would be able to attain by marking animals and getting information from harvest of hunters, finding out where they are, how much they've grown, how much they develop, all these types of things, this biological information Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's original Cajun and garlic and green onion sausages as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Since April 1st, Blue Cross has excluded UMMC from its network, potentially forcing you to pay more or drive further for care. You deserve better access and more convenience from your health plan. Learn more at UMMCCares.com. The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event, as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour three of midday, Super Talk Mississippi. We are live from West Point, Mississippi, because we got the West Point Prairie Arts Festival. That is coming up this Saturday here in West Point, the 44th annual. The Element Well Studios have been relocated to West Point, the big Super Talk uh, RV right uh, in my eyesight here, driven up here by Scary Gary, as is always the case. Don't forget Jubilations Cheesecakes and Coffee House providing lunch for the crew today. We really appreciate that. And, of course, uh, we are in the Element Well Studios, so 
You need to call Element Wealth at 601-957-6006 or go to myelementwealth.com to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Speaking of which, uh, Rhino, would you please get the dang kangaroo to quit hopping around? Jeez. If only it were in my power. Oh, gosh. Uh, Yesterday, uh, not cool with respect to uh, the markets. Today... Uh, also, uh, trending downward, at least thus far, Friday, huge sell-off after Fed Chairman Jay Powell came out and said he was going to, quote, forcefully fight inflation. And uh, that's a big old problem for the markets because that means we're going to keep on raising rates. I'm going to say it again, though. He can keep raising rates, which is the only tool he has. He can keep raising rates all that he wants in an effort to curtail demand as a way to fight inflation. But there's nothing he can do to promote supply. And the main driver, I believe, of inflation is the supply of oil, and the price, I should say, of oil. And that is a function of more demand than there is supply. And that's because we have an administration who has declared abject war on the fossil fuels industry. Even Elon Musk came out yesterday and uh, said, of course, he is the CEO of the largest maker of electric vehicles. And he came out and said, we can't abandon fossil fuels. We need them. We need them to function as a society for a long time, by the way. Totally agree. This is short-sighted. It is absurd what they are uh, doing to us. Uh, with respect to this genuflecting at the altar of the Green New Deal. It is really, truly insane, and it's affecting us all. But Kamala Harris, of course, says, well, we're going to pay for this student loan forgiveness. Well, she never said, oh, excuse me, sorry, because it's not being paid for. And here's the thing. I know a lot of folks out there, including me, are upset at the president's action here just with the stroke of a pen. Uh, wipes out $10,000 of student debt student debt for targeted recipients. First, it's only people that have student debt. Second, only the presently have student debt. Not past student debt, not future student debt, present student debt. Second, only those whose income is below $150,000 as an individual. Uh, excuse me, 125,000, 125,000 as an individual, 250 as a family qualify. So there's an there's an income test, but the vast majority of those who will benefit have an income of $75,000 and below. So uh, the the president comes out with a stroke of pen and says, "Be gone with $10,000." And if you, by the way, if you had a Pell Grant, there's an extra 10 to apply to your debt. And so a lot of people are upset and say, well, that's not fair to just to, to put that burden on the taxpayers. Well, I agree, except, or that I should have to pay for it, except let's think about that for a second. Let's think about that for a second. First, you're not going to get a bill from the government. They're not going to say, here's your bill for your part of student debt. That's not going to happen. Your taxes aren't going to go up unless, A, the Democrats... Uh, retain control and have the trifecta, in which case they're likely, they've already said it, they're going to raise taxes. But unless you're in the upper incomes, you're likely to get more 
tax reductions. That is their plan. More burden on the upper level incomes, less taxes being paid in at the lower levels. Already, as we mentioned earlier, 57% of the households in this country paid no taxes last year. What they want to do is put the entire burden of taxation, of revenue generation, on a sliver of the population. That's what they want to do. No doubt about it. If they don't, if they don't maintain control, if they don't maintain, and the only reason they're not getting that done now is because Joe Manchin and Cinema won't agree to that. But if they were to get more seats in the Senate and maintain to offset Manchin and Cinema, and and maintain control of the House with Biden in office, they've already said it. Yeah, we're gonna we we are going to raise taxes on the higher incomes and give. Uh, uh, provide lower taxation to the lower income levels. But if that doesn't happen, then in 2025, the Trump Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, I keep bringing this up because nobody's talking about it, 2025, it expires. That's because no Democrats would support it. If they could have gotten some Democrats to support it when Trump was in office, we could have gotten the required 60 votes in the Senate to pass it as regular legislation, which means it would have been permanent and instead of going through the budget reconciliation process, which required it to stand the test of the parliamentarian to pass it with a simple majority in the Senate through the budget reconciliation process. This goes away in three years. This goes away in three years. That means everybody's taxes are going up in three years unless that plan is acted on and extended. But the Democrats' plan is to increase taxes dramatically on the higher levels of income and lower taxes and put even more people on the rolls of those who pay no taxes. That's what they want to do. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Uh, so the president is set, however, to go to the nation. That's coming up uh, later on this week. I think it may be... Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, he is going to go on the prime time. Yes, this Thursday, and he's going to talk about the fight for democracy and the continued battle for the soul of the nation. You're going to get more rhetoric, and he's going to, once again, he's going to absolutely denounce, blast, demean half the country with this crazy rhetoric what is he talking about? The, uh, uh, the MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans, they want to take your rights away. They want you to show your ID when you vote. They actually respect the Constitution, the flag, our founding, our legacy of capitalism and free markets and opportunity. Those, are, those MAGA Republicans, we can't let them have control. He's going to talk about all the progress that he's made as a nation to protect our democracy. And then he's going to pounce on Republicans for wanting to strip us of our rights and freedoms. They're under attack. Oh, you know, because those of us on the right don't think you ought to have the unfettered ability to abort a baby at any time, at any point, for no reason whatsoever. That's attacking your freedoms. 
he will make it clear that he is fighting for your rights, fighting for those freedoms, and fighting for our democracy. That is uh, what I think. That actually came from an official, by the way, from, from the White House, who wanted to remain anonymous. That official previewed the expected context of the speech. MAGA Republicans, they embrace political violence. They don't believe in democracy. That's what Joe Biden said last week. This is so disturbing in my view. The, uh, wait, I thought this guy was supposed to unite us. He was supposed to be just a kind, gentle, moderate, just a grandfather, right? Really? But he's calling half the country fascist? Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. The only way to truly gain control of the oil issue, issue this is on the ceasefire text line, is to nationalize the oil industry and give American, America control of its own energy. No more cartels. Well, I'm not sure what you mean by nationalize the oil industry, but that would mean we'd have to uh, build, install numerous refineries that could handle the oil that we produce because we still send about 7 million barrels a day overseas for refining. We import about the same into this country for refining. refining. So there's no alignment with the refining capacity and the grade, the category of oil produced that comes out as crude in its raw form. This is a misunderstood concept and uh, in doing a lot of research on this it it's became clear to me that's how it works so it's a refining remember exxon said we're never going to have another refinery built in this country because the the government's at war with the industry they don't want any more we will step aside for a break right here on middays the element well studios is in west point mississippi for the west point prairie arts festival coming up saturday stay with us we'll be right back Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts. 
If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift capacity fuel efficiency and built-in weight so get zero down zero percent interest for up to 60 months on mahindra the world's number one selling tractor mahindra available at the tractor store in richland Hit the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 9 I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Two, three, four. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi, West Point, Mississippi. That's where we are today. We're here because coming up this Saturday is the 44th annual Prairie Arts Festival. It gets underway at 9 o'clock, goes to 4. There's a 5K run, starts at 8. Come early and shop. Over 200 vendors, including fine arts, handmade crafts, down-home, southern cooking, as well as Kid Town. Live music around every corner. Something for every member of the family to enjoy. That is the Prairie Arts Festival, 44th Annual, West Point, Mississippi. So just to continue this discussion about the, uh, the narrative, the talking points, the reaction, I guess, is probably a better way to put it, from those who say, well, what about me and my student loans? I paid them off. Uh, what about me? I didn't go to college. I, I agree. Honestly, stuff like this, because it's a situation where the government has extended its, its reach into areas it should not be, it has prompted maybe the most whataboutisms I've ever seen. Really. What about? What about? What about? And, and it's on both sides, honestly. It's, what about Donald Trump? What about those who got the big tax breaks under Donald Trump? What about? What about? And then from the right, uh, and, or those who didn't benefit, or those who argue, such as me, who are not happy uh, and think this is bad policy. 
And uh, this unilateral action by the president is just too powerful, too much. What about? I didn't, I didn't borrow any money to go to college. I didn't go to college. I don't want to pay for somebody's education. And then you've got those who say, well, what about the amount I have? It's $100,000. You're only giving me ten. I mean, it's just crazy. It's all over the map. No consensus. Well, let's dig a little deeper into this. First, like I said, you're not going to get a bill. The government's not going to send you a bill that says $2,000 to pay for somebody else's education. Not going to happen. Your taxes are going to go up. Not going to happen. The vast majority of those listening, unless you're way up there and the Democrats maintain control, or we don't extend the Trump tax cuts, your taxes aren't going to go up. So, so how does it get paid for? Well, the reality is it doesn't. It just gets lapped onto the $31 trillion of debt we have. Well, somebody's got to pay that back? Nope. Never be paid back. Never. Well, we owe all these foreign nations. Nope. Of the $31 trillion of outstanding debt, only about $8 trillion is owed to countries abroad. The largest foreign nation holder of our debt, contrary to what most believe, Japan at 1.2 trillion, 1.2 trillion. They own about three and a half percent. Next in line, China. A lot of people think, oh, we owe all that money to China. We don't. One trillion. Now, I'm not saying one trillion is nothing. It's a lot of dead gum money. But that's not actually accurate. Well, so who do we owe? Ourselves. You know all that money printing we talk about? Everybody's familiar with that. The Fed just has a printing press. They just keep printing money, and that's driving inflation. Absolutely. Expands the money supply. Too many dollars chasing too fewer goods equal inflation. That's the classic definition of it. We owe ourselves, folks. Well, what does that mean? So here's the way it works. The Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve loans it to the Treasury and instructs the Treasury to print it. It's crazy, the cycle. It's... Um, it's a circular loop. The Fed instructs the Treasury to print the money that it then loans to the Treasury. That's crazy, I know. So, yeah, we owe ourselves. That's why we'll never pay it back. We're, we're paying on our debt to the foreign nations every day. We're paying on it. But we'll never pay it back in that. We just keep lapping on to it. How do we do that? Well, let's think about it. During the Trump administration, we added about $7 trillion we started out at about $19 trillion when Trump took office. But during the COVID 2020 era, everybody panicked. And he signed off on two bills, one of them, the CARES Act, $2.2 trillion, the biggest single piece of legislation in terms of government spending ever enacted, $2.2 trillion. Now, just for contrast, we all got bent out of shape, including me. When Barack Obama passed the stimulus plan, remember that? The American Rescue and Recovery Act. That was back in 2009, first thing he did. And that was in response to the banking crisis. That was 800, a mere $887 billion. Trump signed off on $2.2 trillion. And by the way, 96 to 0 was the vote on the CARES Act in the U.S. Senate. In the House, it was 419 to 6. Three Republicans voted nay, three Democrats voted nay. And uh, so that, uh, that got signed off on. And then we had massive amount of bond buying, i.e. money printing, by the Fed 
So about $7 trillion in total got lapped onto our debt. And then here comes Joe Biden. What's the first thing he does? He passes the American Rescue Plan. That's another $1.9 trillion. Who pays for that? There's no paying for it. We were already running trillion-dollar deficits before Trump took office. Okay, and then after that, the, uh, the U.S. Congress passes the Bipartisan Infrastructure Bill, $1.2 trillion. That was last November. The president signed it. It included 17, excuse me, 14 Republicans in the Senate. That's what made it happen because, again, that required 60 votes. Who pays for that? Nobody. Just laps onto our debt. And then, most recently, the CHIPS Act, $280 billion. Who pays for that? Nobody. Just add it to the debt. Your taxes in general aren't going up. You're not getting a bill for it. Well, how does it get paid for? It gets paid for indirectly on what's called a distributional basis through rising inflation because we've got to print money to fund it, to make the, the books balance. That doesn't mean balance the budget. It means the books balance. Well, how's that? Well, it's just a big liability. Treasury owes $24 trillion. It's in the, it's in the accounts payable section on the balance sheet. And then, most recently, he passes, he signs off on uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, that actually gets scored, which is a complete and total farce and a ruse, as being uh, uh, budget, not budget neutral, but actually to the good from a spending versus uh, revenue perspective, and that it's going to reduce the deficit. In 10 years, if everything works out exactly as projected in the bill, which absolutely won't happen. And then most recently, another mere $300 billion in student debt loan, or student loan forgiveness. That just gets added up. That's 1%. Unbelievable how crazy, excuse me, 0.1%, right? $30 trillion. So it's just crazy. Uh, that we just keep lapping onto the debt. So it's not that you pay for it in the form of tax increases. It's not that you pay for it in the form of, well, they're going to actually send you a bill for it. You pay for it with inflation. That's the true cost. And so it's, it's actually not accurate to say, well, the taxpayers are going to bear the cost of this student debt loan forgiveness. No, it's not taxpayers. It's everybody. Whether you pay taxes or not. Remember, we just went over that. 57% of the households don't pay any taxes. Are they going to bear the cost of this forgiveness of student debt? Absolutely. Well, how? At the cash register when they buy stuff. But honestly, that $300 billion is peanuts in terms of its impact on inflation compared to the 11 to $12 trillion we've run up on the tab since 2020. It started out with the COVID relief stuff, the CARES Act, and just continued on. The American Rescue Plan, all the stuff I just went through, the CHIPS Act. But then the president takes victory laps because he reduced the deficit. You didn't reduce the deficit. You just didn't pass another American Rescue Plan. You did nothing to decrease discretionary spending. You did nothing to reform Medicaid, Medicare, the, the, um, a, a number of welfare programs that are all part of mandatory spending. You did nothing to pay down on the debt to reduce interest costs, which is also part of mandatory spending. And in the meantime, you got Jay Powell raising the Fed funds rate, which of course increases our cost of interest. In fact, our cost of interest on the debt over three or four years will be more than the forgiveness of student loan debt. 
Think about that for a second. It's true. And in five years, all this student loan debt that's um, being forgiven, it'll be back on the books. Read the Penn Wharton study over the weekend. By the way, Penn Wharton estimates that the cost, the true cost, when you consider the deferments and the reduction in the amount being being paid effective January 1 on your discretionary income, that's going to be reduced. Those who still have debt and, and are scheduled to start re, to repay it again from 10% of your discretionary income to 5%. So when you consider the time value of money and then the last three years where we had interest uh, accrual freeze and also deferment for the last two and a half years, when you consider all that, they say it's a trillion dollar cost, not the 300 billion that the president is telling us that it is. It's just, won't be honest, of course. That's a fundamental problem. We'll step aside for a break right here. We're in West Point, Mississippi. When we come back, we've got Rod Bobo, the mayor of West Point. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Ace Bolton Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolton Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. Years. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human 
Resources Support Center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601 987 3025. That's 601 987 3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As the city of Jackson faces its second water crisis in a span of just two years, the State Department of Health has issued an emergency order regarding the city's drinking water supply. The declaration was made Monday morning around 10 o'clock upon discovery of an insufficient number of operators as well as maintenance staff at both the J.H. Fuel and the O.B. Curtis water treatment plants. Low levels of water Water and low water pressure was also discovered at both plants. The order, which will be in effect for at least 120 days, instructs the city of Jackson and its employees to comply fully with the state as response teams and other contractors come in and attempt to remedy the situation. When a full list of water distribution sites becomes available, you can find it on supertalk.fm. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm JT Mitchell. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi live from West Point, Mississippi. We are here in advance of the 
upcoming West Point Prairie Arts Festival. Joining us uh, again, Lisa Klutz, Director of Community Development for the Growth Alliance. So, Lisa, uh, 44th Annual, as we said earlier, 44th Annual West Point Prairie Arts Festival coming up, as it always does, on Saturday prior to Labor Day. Uh, you said 20,000 people are coming in for the big event. What kind of impact does this have on the economy in the city of West Point? Well, yeah. well um, we don't just show up Saturday morning and decide to have a festival. <laughs> I guarantee there, you. There are a lot of um, late nights and early mornings and um, collaboration with the city, with the police department and the sheriff's department, city and public works, and... Um, we depend on the city to, to, to make the festival happen. Okay. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't just have a festival just for fun. Yeah. Um, there's a great impact. Um, we had an economic impact study done um, back in 2013, and we're going to do one again this year because we feel like this is a good, stable year after COVID to do another economic impact study of okay. the number of people that come into town, staying overnight, shopping, um, and the things that they bring into to the community for sales tax and tourism tax and how we put that money back into the festival. Gotcha. So with 20,000 people coming in, they're spending their money, you're generating lots of sales taxes, and sales taxes, of course, are the primary source of revenue to municipalities. Absolutely. we got the mayor here now, right? Yeah. Sit down, Mayor. Welcome. Rod Bobo, Mayor of West Point. Stay with us, please. Okay. Yeah. How are you, sir? Uh, uh, we're good. Uh, here we go. Got you on now. You doing good today, Mayor? I am doing well, sir. Mayor Rod Bobo, the mayor of West Point, Mississippi, is joining us. So we got, uh, I'm sandwiched in between uh, two celebrities, Lisa and the mayor of West Point. <laughs> All right, so we've been talking about the Prairie Arts Festival coming up um, this Saturday, Mayor, the 44th annual big deal. I got to tell you, Lisa, I had no idea 20,000. That That is impressive because that doubles, right, actually triples the population of West Point. You got a population of about 10,000, you get 20,000 visitors. That's a big deal for a small town like this, Mayor. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, kudos go out to uh, Lisa Klutz, Miss Lisa Klutz and her staff. They always do a phenomenal job at uh, hosting this event and, and making sure all the logistics are in place. Uh, we're always excited, uh, Prairie Arts Festival time. Uh, it's just going to be a good time for, for everybody. Yeah, so uh, I understand it from talking to Lisa earlier that we're sort of back to, to pre-COVID uh, normal, if you will, or the pre-COVID state with respect to uh, the festival coming up this Saturday. And folks, so I think, are ready to be out and about and enjoy that. Absolutely. As we all know, the virus is, is still present, but... Yeah. Um, you know, thankfully, we are at a point where we can kind of get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, you know, we don't have to, everybody doesn't have to, it's not mandated that everybody walks around mask on. So we're excited about getting back to uh, Prairie Arts Festival as we knew it. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a big deal. So hopefully the weather, uh, it, looks, it looks like it's going to be uh, okay for us, the best I, I can tell. you got the football game going on at Starkville as well later on the day. So a lot of folks can come by. It's, we think the game is... Somebody will weigh in on that. The game was 6 o'clock, 6.30, I believe. That's it. Right, at Davis Wade Stadium, just down the road here. So folks can come out and enjoy the festival in the hours, Lisa, of that? 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. So, uh, Mayor, I, I, uh, how long have you been the mayor here at West Point? Uh, Jan I'm sorry, July 1st marked uh, my first year's point. 
So okay. we're, we're into the second year now. Okay, into the second year. Uh, how's the city doing uh, financially? To start with that, doing all right. The city is 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 on sound financial footing. Okay. Um, we ended the year, you know, in a, in a pretty good place, and we put together a uh, fiscal year 2022. 2023 budget that is that is sound uh, so financially the city of West Point is uh, is in a good place yeah uh, what about uh, your funds from the Amer American rescue plan that been uh, received allocated uh, putting those into to use now sure we, we've used some of the funds uh, some of our bigger ticket um, bigger bigger ticket issues or items uh, we have partnered with an engineering firm that we're trying to leverage up to the uh, pot of money that the state has, yeah. the dollar for dollar match. Yep. I, I don't know how familiar you are with that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So, so we're kind of—I don't want to say at a standstill, but we're trying to posture so that we can get the, the 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 more bang for our buck, if you will. What are your priorities there? You're looking at investing in? Sure. We we've got several sewer projects. Of course, the city of West Point has a very antiquated uh, sewer system. Uh, we have some areas that are that are more uh, sensitive than others. Uh, one in particular that affects uh, one of our premier employers here in town, uh, Pico Food. Yeah. So uh, if you would ask me, that that one project takes precedent over anything at this point. I got you. Well, that seems to be a problem, Mayor. Of course, uh, critical infrastructure, roads, bridges, uh, water, plaguing uh, cities across America. We've been talking this morning about the issues down in Jackson. I'm not sure if you're aware, but pretty much no water pressure in the entire city of Jackson. Lots of businesses are sending all their employees home to work remotely. Oh, wow. It's a big old, big old problem, and uh, it's a big financial hurdle to address it as well. The, uh, the governor, I should say, had declared a state of emergency for the city of Jackson. Uh, you talked about having antiquated infrastructure here in West Point. Are, are you at kind of a critical level there that you've just got to address something now? Or, or are you at risk of having these kind of serious problems, you think? Well, I don't think we're at risk of being in any, any uh, type of the situation that Jackson is in. Uh, however, we do, have, uh, we do have needs. Sure. Um, and what city doesn't, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So the, the thing that we're trying to do, again, and I'm, I'm being a little redundant, is we're trying to leverage our funds so that we get the, the most good out of this opportunity. Okay, sure. And, and I remember early on that was kind of the message from uh, certainly the lieutenant governor said that quite a bit talking about the matching approach here that sure. uh, he was relying on the cities to really be good stewards of this money and and make sure that it, it went to um, those issues and those needs that were of the highest priority and invested in um, now as I recall the the mayor its uh, position here in West Point is it a full-time job it is actually yes it's a full-time oh, I'm sure I, well <laughs> it's uh, it's actually listed as a part-time job yeah, yeah. Uh, just by description but by virtue of the duties, it, it turns into uh, you know a full-time endeavor. Probably more than that, actually. Oh, so. yeah. Two two full times. Uh, absolutely. What uh, any kind of economic development projects on the horizon? Well, I can tell you that we we have retail coming back to to our Highway 45 main thoroughfare, uh, which is exciting. Um, I'm told by our economic development engine, which is the link out of Columbus and we right. have some pretty promising uh, prospects looking at our industrial park. Um, so good good days are ahead for West Point. I'm excited. The, the counties in this area and the municipalities as well, you guys work together pretty well uh, with respect to economic development, do you feel? We do, we do. If, if there's one uh, issue that I think the county and the city, when I say that I'm speaking West Point, Clay County, the one thing that we seem to be able to find 
common ground with, with very little pushback from either party is economic development. Sure. Uh, we're, we're on the same page on that. Um, our interests are the same. Uh, among other issues, we, we, we've worked together on several several things uh, during my term so far. Yeah. Oh, Joe Mack, he's a, he's a go-getter, isn't he? He is a go-getter, man. He's an absolute <laughs> wizard at what he does. He definitely is. Uh, and we were just uh, at East Mississippi, the, the uh, community mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago and uh, learned about the Taylor Group. Uh, and their big uh, project they've got going on in conjunction with uh, a specialized vehicle manufacturer from overseas that really doesn't have any presence here. Pretty exciting project, but it, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on. You're, uh, how about your employment and your unemployment? How's that? Um, I think last time I checked, I think our unemployment numbers are, are somewhat down. Of course, everything can always be better. Sure. Um, as I alluded to earlier, I'm, we're excited about retail coming back and the potential of, uh, of new industry coming in. Uh, we're excited about what PICO is doing. They're actively hiring as we speak. Um, they started out, the project was supposed to be somewhere around uh, 300 employees, and I think they're upwards of close to 1,000 employees wow. now. Wow. Um, Yokohama is hiring. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah um, I, our unemployment numbers are down, and, and I like to say that if if a person can't find a job in West Point, then maybe it's that they don't want to work. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> understand. They're, they're well, practically begging people to come to work. Well, at, I, I was going to say at the community university uh, that particular day were uh, prospective employers that were exhibiting and, and were, were visiting with prospective employees, and I was just shocked at the number of uh, great companies in the area uh, looking for work. Uh, good pay, good benefits, good jobs, and of course, lots of training that is available to them there at the community university as well. Absolutely, and I'd like to add too. I'd be remiss if I did not mention my good friends out at Plum Creek. Yeah, uh, we're excited about what they do as well. The Wombles are, are doing a, doing an outstanding job. Uh, they've grown exponentially, um, you know, over a very short period of time. I'd like to say. And uh, they are they are one of our premier employers as well. Awesome. Mayor, thanks for coming on. Good to see you, sir. Absolutely. Always good to see you. Rod Bobo, Mayor of West Point, along with Lisa Klutz, the Director of Community Development with the Growth Alliance, have been our guest here on Middays. we got the final segment coming up. It's Matt Dowell, Executive Director of the Golden Triangle Regional Airport. We'll be right back. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Glutstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is... Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Supertalk.fm, Supertalk.fm, your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm, everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. The first ever Good News Gospel Festival will take place on the lawn at Grammy Museum, Mississippi on Saturday, September 3rd. The Good News Gospel Festival will celebrate the rich heritage of gospel music in the Mississippi Delta, featuring performances by the Grammy-winning Mississippi Mass Choir and many more. To learn more about this free community event as well as other upcoming programs and Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are coming at you live today from West Point, Mississippi. We're at the Mossy Oak Outlets. We are here because coming up this Saturday is the West Point Prairie Arts Festival, the 44th annual. It's held every Saturday before Labor Day. Going to be a big one. 
Learned a lot about that today. Just had the mayor, Rod Bobo, on the program. Now joining us is Matt Dowell, the executive director of the Golden Triangle Regional Airport. Matt, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, so what's going on at the GTR? Flown in there a few times? Yeah, we're staying busy. You know, it's construction season right now, so we're gearing up for a lot of projects. Uh, one of the newest announcements we've had is our $12 million terminal renovation project. Oh, wow. So we're hoping to add on to our second floor, add escalators, elevators, and then a jet bridge to come on and off the aircraft. Okay, so yeah. uh, GTR is one of the few airports in the state of Mississippi that does uh, provide commercial service. That's correct. So we have Delta Airlines uh, commercial service goes from GTR over to Atlanta three flights a day and so uh, we do have that and it is something unique to the Golden Triangle and to our area um, air service is not everywhere airports are not everywhere and right. so we're very fortunate to have that uh, in our area and uh, get to support our businesses and our travelers what about uh, employments traffic is it uh, kind of getting back to the pre-COVID level? it is yeah we've seen traffic come back very strong we have a lot of people um, who I guess had pent-up demand didn't make those vacations and those travel trips during COVID and now they're choosing to do so and so you'll see our parking lot and our flight factors uh, really increase uh, which is always a positive and so we'd like to see that continue to grow but uh, we're back to our 2019 levels we're happy to say. Uh, is Delta happy? Are you confident they're, they're you know, going to stay? Delta's been uh, great to us. Uh, it's a close partnership. You know, for example, when we have our uh, terminal expansion, we, we have discussions with them on sure. not just uh, what works well for the airport, but also what works for the airline. So it is a partnership and one that we've had for a long time, and they've continued to serve us, like I mentioned, our uh, trips back and forth to Atlanta. What model aircraft? Yeah, so we have the, the CRJ-200, which is a 50-seat jet, mm -hmm. uh, but what we start seeing in a lot of markets is as that retires they put in larger aircraft so yeah. we'd like to see um, you know 70 seat uh, 76 seat yeah. aircraft in our market a little bit more uh, room to uh, relax when yeah. you're when you're flying a little bit more room to expand uh, when it comes to um, our travel numbers you know instead of 50 seats now we'd have 70 to 76 so it allow for a larger capacity short flight to Atlanta though to it get is quick up. Yeah. yeah and then you know, once you get to Atlanta it's anywhere from yeah. there to the rest of the world certainly for Delta no doubt about that's it. right and so you just mentioned that uh, as part of this uh, renovation uh, you're including some uh, jet bridges in that. that's right so um, you know right now it's it's very interesting when you get out there at GTR you're on the ground floor you know walking across the ramps it's sort of like a private charter type of experience which yeah. is great um, the one thing is when it's a hot summer day or it's raining outside you know you start feeling that it's a little bit different experience than what you get at the larger airports like Atlanta yeah. so it's a, a way of modernizing it allows us to still serve these smaller but larger air, aircraft in the future um, but it just makes for a more ca uh, comfortable travel experience. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah, honestly. it is. So well, we're always trying to think about amenities that uh, the larger airports have that we can have at GTR just on a smaller scale so it's still convenient um, but modern conveniences. What about your staffing? You know, lots of reports of, yeah. about staffing shortages across yeah, been, the nation. It's true. Um, you know, I, I always uh, am thankful that uh, when I hear about those that we haven't had that experience at GTR. So ever since COVID happened, really haven't lost any of our staff. Um, you know, there's sort of a legacy out at the airport where we have employees who have been there for uh, decades, and uh, it's a way of serving their community. So not only do they help to improve the airport every day, but 
in doing so, they also improve their community. So it's a legacy that we're all very proud of. And, you know, the airport's been there since 1971. If you look back on the map, you know, it's a lot that's changed out in, uh, near the airport in that time. We have a lot of new businesses moving in. That adds to our business travelers. And so uh, very proud of the staff that we have that add to uh, our capacity every day, add to the safety factors that we have, and uh, that they've continued to build a career out there. Yeah, that's awesome. And you have uh, general aviation as well, obviously. So you've got a nice that's uh, right. FBO. That's right. We do. So general aviation is another gateway to our communities. And that's really what we view ourselves at the airport. It's another gateway sure. for people coming in or going out of our community. And one of the ways is not just on the commercial scheduled side, but you can also take private charters. You can fly uh, private aircraft. And then the military is another uh, unique factor. We're very close to Columbus Air Force Base, so they use our airport heavily. Uh, we always like to say we're that fourth runway for Columbus okay. Air Force Base. Got you. So what's the longest runway? So our we have a one, one runway, runway right now. Yeah. It's 8,000 feet. Okay. Yeah. I, I've uh, flown into it a few times. I just couldn't remember. So yeah. 8,000. Oh, no, there's a lot of room. for yeah. We can take large aircraft. And that's why is it? Um, so 150 feet. Yeah, okay. yeah. And yeah. so we get C-17s, yeah. 737s. Mississippi State uses uh, GTR frequently for uh, charter aircraft, you know, football team, baseball team, sure. those type of things. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really an asset for the area and for the it region, is. no doubt. And yeah, uh, we're every very time fortunate. I've been there; it's always been a great experience. Well, good. Thanks for choosing GTR. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we appreciate it. appreciate you coming on and talking about it there, Matt. Matt Dowell, executive director of the Golden Triangle Regional Airport, has been our guest. But we are out of time here today from West Point, Mississippi. Don't forget the big Prairie Arts Festival coming up this Saturday, the 44th annual. Come on out and enjoy it. We enjoyed you being with us. We'll be in the studio tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.